just want to look in her eyes and like You want to look into my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I want to light you when I'm looking at you. I'm fighting the urge to sound like a radio presenter. <laughs> <laughs> you told me it should be of like um, vibes, vibes, and uh, yeah. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you ready for us to start yes, the stalking that I've been stalking here? By the way, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to know what you found out Article, about. There's nothing actually extreme. <laughs> nothing. I should have googled your name, you but should. even when I do, it's mm. just your work, just it's mind verse, yeah. school. You've been here, you've been there. It's not, it's not scandalous. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do something new this year. Be um, juicy. I, I want to because uh, <laughs> I also realized that. My uh, internet profile, mm-hmm. it's work, work. Okay, it's intended. It's not by accident. But uh, I, I recently opened up a, a, a Twitter account that is not in my name. So, oh, so you have a banner? <laughs> 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 so, so I, I want to try it out uh, yeah. and cut fish people. And, uh, don't and, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, like, Are not, you the one running weird confessions? No, no. Okay, good. Because I thought, I thought you wanted to feed your therapist fantasies. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would be urged to break the confidentiality. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that thing's ah, that so, must be tight. Listen, so I can't, so I can't. That's, that's like Loki being a holder of secrets. Yeah, exactly. that, that's what I'm seeing now. You're a holder of secrets, so much that, but but do there be secrets if the person like I don't have shame? Like, I'm someone who for the largest part of my mm, life I just mm, chat shit. Mm-hmm. It has not been trouble, trouble, obviously, yeah. but then, like, how do we draw that line? Anyways, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. I need to officially introduce the fact that we've started. <laughs> we started with that. I kind of, course. yeah, I kind of went above and beyond. We'll eat okay. the dessert as we go and the starters. All right, let's get into it. Hi, friend. How are you doing today? Great. Uh, Great. Nice seeing you again. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Welcome to Popcorn Thoughts, by the way. Thank you. Yes, it's our aim is mental fitness. I've said this in the pilot episode. Mm. Um, I'm trying to get the, the average Ugandan youth to understand mental health mm-hmm. and actually enjoy it. Because when you talk about mental health, the first thing that comes to people's mind is Butabika. You see their faces dropping. You know, remember the guy who taught us mental health at MOOC? Yeah. Um, initially, because my research was about mental health and I had mm. to go and speak to him. What was his name? Justice or Suga? Yes, Justice. 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 Yeah. Justice. And my mentor. He, he is? Yeah. So he calls me to the side and he says, why are you so interested in these mental illness things? It's going to frustrate you. Why don't you fo- focus on positive psychology? And that's, that intrigued me more, that why do we keep running away from something that is such a fundamental aspect of our lives? That's why you're here today, Mr. Atkunda. Hagai Katson, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the director and founder of Mount Mindverse. That's Mindverse, some Uganda. dope stuff, yeah, right? Uganda, yes. And you're now a therapist. Are you, are you a therapist particularly? Psychotherapist, yeah. Psychotherapist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Take us into that. Like, how did you begin to say, okay, this is my life's vocation. This is what I want to do with myself. Actually, I will start with what you just said. Yeah. Uh, we don't have, like, a free w- choice to join this uh this field, mm. uh, it's not like it's encouraged. Like your, your parents or your teachers are going to say, yo, you need to be a psychologist. Yeah. Like they do with lawyers and doctors. Mm. So it's not like a prestigious kind of uh, yeah. uh, field to, to get motivated to join. Mm-hmm. However, when you join and then you find it's more fulfilling than most of the things you thought would, would, bring, the, would bring the fulfillment. So for me, my, my story and my journey is, is, is very... It's not the, the normal 
kind of uh, a journey mm-hmm. where someone says, okay, my dad was like a doctor, then mm-hmm. I got inspired. No, I, I, I had never met a psychologist until I became one, like around me, yeah. in my life. So um goes back in my high school days. So I was, uh, I joined Red Cross. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> growing up, I was... Oh, you, you have a savior complex. Exactly. I, I feel like... <laughs> Probably. <the> right? <laughs> Thank God I'm not white. I've <laughs> been bad for the yeah, plot. Yeah, uh-huh. so, um, uh, so I joined Red Cross in my A-level. Mm-hmm. And um, I become the president of the club. So why I joined is because everyone wanted me to be a prefect. And was the number one rule breaker yeah. in the school. So I wasn't like meant to be like a leader. Okay. So my friends said, no, we all are leaders. We really are, because leadership is exactly. how you lead your life. Exactly. It's not a position to be honest. So, so yeah. I was like, I'm not interested in that. Mm. But they were so hard on me that I had to find somewhere where like, I'm in a position of power. So I ended up joining Red Cross. They wanted me to join Interact at first, mm-hmm. Interact Club. I'm not an entertainer. I'm so awkward in, in that space. So I joined Red Cross. I contested, I become the president. I don't know. I didn't know what I was going to do there. But with time, uh, I actually started liking. Uh, it was more than uh, first aid yeah. or like first aid training for me. Mm-hmm. So I found so many people in the Red Cross um, family, like even beyond our school, that were doing so much meaningful work in their communities. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at, it's like an introduction to a new world that I was totally yeah. oblivious to. So one day, one holiday, we had a camp. I remember it, it was in Entebbe. Red Cross uh, Entebbe had organized it. And I met this Kenyan man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a social worker. I never heard of, of social workers. Yeah. So as we were in the camp, remember I was a leader in the camp. I was up and down. He, saw me, he said, you, you enjoy serving people. You, you really haven't do. even had lunch. I see you not settled in one place. Like, you should be a social worker. So you're those people who join social work with a purpose, not yeah, exactly. because you failed I know. No, like no, 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 no. I chose actually on my on my job, is it job form? Yeah. It's the only course I put. Wow. It's the only. I chose that like from way back. And I knew I needed to go to my career because that person told me, uh, in Uganda you can do in Samis, there's uh, there's an institute. Yes, I've heard of Samis. Yeah, actually. and oh you do my career. Mm. I was like, I'm going to go to my career. So I came to Makaria, I think that's when we, we met. met. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, started enjoying social work. It was way beyond, uh, it's, it's bigger than just psychology. It's, yeah. it's a wild field. So that's when Dr. Justice yes. uh, introduced us to mental health. Yes. And, that's, uh, that's first year, second year? Se- I think end Sex- of first year. Yeah, either the second course, I mean, yeah. something. I, I didn't actually do the mental health you didn't elective. Do it. No, I didn't. We were, were like eight people in it. Of I mean, course. I, yeah. still the stigma. Listen, <laughs> I'm only here, by the way, to display because life gave me round exactly. kicks. And so I had stigma. to learn. Yeah. So I chose, um, I, I did the course, and then with his, uh, Dr. Justice's guidance, mm-hmm. he told me if you really want to do this, the best pl- place to learn is Butavika because it's like the epicenter. Of, of uh, mental health. It's oh. like the best learning space in you, space, you yeah. can be in if you want to become a mental health specialist. Mm-hmm. So he, he actually, they weren't giving internship places there. Mm. They, they didn't, uh, they, that, that, that's the policy. The social work department doesn't take intern, internships. internships. But Dr. Justice was uh, the head of, of social work department some years back mm. in Butavika. So he pulled some strings for me, and they gave me the position. 
and then that's where everything like uh, opened up for me yeah. and I've never looked back You've never looked back how yeah. was your experience like in Butarika though every time I start talking about my time in Butarika don't cry <laughs> no, no I don't cry I, I feel the most joy Wow, okay. Because uh, it's me. different. Because Jumping into the conclusions like the woman I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, go, okay. Because every time, um, m- most people when they hear about Butabika, they feel like it's the worst place to be. Mm-hmm. And for me, professionally, and even so, uh, like personally, it was one of the best experiences of my life because I, I discovered myself in the chaos there. Mm-hmm. So I was an intern as a case management they they discharge a patient you help them go back home reset or maybe for two days you're with their with that case then go back to the hospital mm-hmm. you're not doing so much yeah but me i'm these guys that are over ambitious <laughs> so, <laughs> i wanted everything but because of okay. not just a uh, case worker yeah so um then i i found out that the butavika has a private wing where it's paid for. Remember, it's a government institution. Yes, and my understanding is actually free. Exactly. Yeah, it should be free. It is free, but they have a private wing. Is a private so much more expensive than... Yes, very, very expensive. Very expensive. Like real therapy yeah, costs. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, you can't be admitted in a mental health uh, hospital anywhere in the world when you don't have someone that looks after you. Mm. Like, uh, what happens in the general uh, uh, wards... Mm-hmm. Every, Everyone is around each other, so mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. But in private, remember, there are private rooms. So someone can't be admitted in that private room without someone looking after them. them. So that's, that's the first thing I noticed. But in mental health also, like mm-hmm. re- rehabilitation and treatment, most times uh, the initial stages of recovery, yeah. people don't, don't want to be around the people they know. Really? Yeah. My understanding is I've always felt like institution, institutionalizing mm. people with mental illnesses mm. worsens the, the illness. Not that I'm trivializing how yeah, they're feeling, yeah, but yeah. I like it reaffirms, even in my research, mm-hmm, one of the first mm-hmm. things that a health worker told me is like when someone starts to be manic, for example, mm. and you're treating him like an animal or you're putting him in the corner and now you've taken him to a mental health institute, in my head, I feel like it doesn't support their healing. I, I believe that people should rehabilitate within their family unit if things are not too, too bad. <laughs> That's right. Bad. But the bad is coming, of course. Uh, <laughs> the initial stages, mm-hmm. the, the, the break-off points uh, of, of that patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, family members are not trained. They don't even understand anything. So you need to first take them away in a space where they can be cared for professionally, but also... Now the whole family unit is trained and educated well, yes. on how to handle this, the, specific, this person. specific person and case. Mm-hmm. And every mental health case is different. Uh, so that's why for me, I know they say institutionalization is not nice when it's forever. Oh, let, me, okay. let me take someone to the hospital until they get okay. okay. They have to be reintegrated in their families society. and societies and communities. So that's, that's where for me, okay, like from experience, that's where being in the hospital really, really is, is, yeah. Yeah, is very important. Mm. So, as I was, I was saying, the, I, I discovered, even from talking to the doctors there, the psychiatrists, they said, you know, when we admit someone, mm. we, don't, like, we don't encourage the initial days, the first days, because you, 
some most times the family member or the person they know is a trigger Ooh. to their experiences. You get? Mm. So they first want to kind of cut them off from the, uh, the, the trigger, the, the trigger first manage the symptoms. Mm -hmm. When they are a bit stable, then they can allow the family members to now to deal with them. Okay, so the problem with that is what if you're like me who cancels people? <laughs> who? I, who cancels people? Like if I'm done with you, you done. I don't want you to, you and your forgiveness should go and seek the creator. But that's the thing. Like in my head, you are a threat forever. So how does how does the treatment come in? Like how does it support so, um, people like us who cancel forever? Of course, you can't cancel everyone in your family. Oh, well, you can't. let me reintroduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> then that 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 needs uh, that needs understanding. It's, it's that would be a special case. Resource, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a special case. But what I'm trying to say is, um, uh, you can't you can't have fail to have someone in your family mm. that is willing to be with yeah. you to oh, go yeah, with true. you in that experience with you and maybe help you even integrate and 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 find forgiveness for mm. the rest. Mm. So we slowly they slowly um. Reintroduce the same people in their in their lives mm. to them when they are a bit stable. So I realized that this whole system of uh, it's called caretaking. Yes, it was not professionalized. Okay. So remember, the, uh, the, the it's not advisable to have family members. So who is going to look after the patient? So what was being done in the hospital was the the nurses, other staff. They would call their sister who is at home. There is a patient to look after. Mm -hmm. You get it. So. Uh, and caretaking is way beyond just looking after its companionship, its uh, incident reporting, its observation assessment. So the caretaker does as much of a job as the psychiatrist because they are with this person 24-7. So they, are, they should be able to observe the changes in this person's life. And that wasn't the case. So, uh, uh, so that's the first gap I saw in the whole system. Okay. So uh, I went back. I remember we were like in second year. Mm. I went back and I talked to one of my my, my friends. He's, he's like a big brother to me. Mm -hmm. And I told him, yo, uh, I'm in the hospital. Which hospital? I thought I was sick. I was like, no. I'm, I'm interning in Butavika. And even when my internship ended, I continued. I asked for a volunteering spot. And they gave it to me. Nice. And I said, um, I told him, but there are these gaps. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then I remember... Dr. Justice, again, was starting to do research about social enterprising. Mm. Uh, uh, doing a business that solves a problem, okay. but brings in money for you. As well. As well. So two birds, one stone. Yeah. So mm. uh, I went, did more research, and, and actually found out that caretaking is one of the uh, most uh, important Aspect. aspects of, of rehabilitation anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. So I talked to him, he's a businessman, and uh, he was like... Uh, Go, do your research, write a proposal, and bring it to me. And we see what we can do. So I went back as people were hustling with coursework. <laughs> I was trying to also figure out, figure your, out how to concept. make money and help people. Mm -hmm. So I made my research, came up with a proposal that we should uh, at least uh, professionalize caretaking. Mm -hmm. Whoever is going to look after a patient should be at trained. least trained with basic knowledge in mental health yes. and how to handle uh, a, a client or a okay. patient and also they should know what to expect if if uh, you're, the person you're looking after is bipolar, mm -hmm. has bipolar you should know these are the symptoms of what? Of bipolar. bipolar. So yeah. when you're with them, you should be able to say, okay, today 
he was a bit uh, calm. Uh, last night he didn't sleep. He was like hyperactive, something yeah. like that. But initially, they were their their job was to clean, mm-hmm. bring them food. Period. Period. Nothing else. They're not and recognizing the patient's humanity. Nothing. As nothing. Well. Yeah. And 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 also there was no relationship. Okay. You remember you 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 staying in the same room with this person. Mm. You don't even know their name. Mm. Okay. Uh, they don't know your name. You're not talking to them. You find these people that are there to look after these patients. After bringing food, they go gather somewhere and just go KB, sleep. <laughs> KB the whole night, and, and patients are in the rooms by themselves. You get feeling disconnected. Fe- feeling disco- yeah. disconnected, and yet they are in a place where they should be supported all the time. Mm. So what happened was, I took it to I took my proposal to this person, mm-hmm. and we approached the hospital, and um, I don't know why they believed in us, mm. but they gave us the opportunity to revolutionize the whole system. So is that how we get into the mind Mind of a thing, yeah. Wow, nice. Let's take a short break. Let's get back into (laughs) (laughs) the mind bus. Yeah. Wow. That's such a dope name, by the way, into the mind bus. Some Spider-Man shit. Yeah. Right there. Metaverse. Metaverse, Mindverse. Mindverse. So how did you get into the Mindverse? You recognize the gaps. You say, let's sit as a team and do something here. So um, as, uh, as I was telling you, mm-hmm. the, the, the proposal we wrote about caretaking mm-hmm. in Butavika was the first ever, t- uh, like my first time ever to try out something like business-wise, entrepreneurial. And then it worked out. They gave us a contract. We, I, I remember I was a student, but I was... Um, Hiring, training, supervising. Wow. I, I was in charge of uh, over 100 people. Imagine. And I was, I was, I was working with the hospital, families, and, and it was a great experience. That's why in the start I said the time in Butabika for me, it was like um, some of my like top two, I think top two, top three, best experiences ever. And then I realized that I'm a good businessman. <laughs> oh, are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I started up something like, okay, I started believing in my ideas now. Yeah. So it was the first time I realized that I can actually think about something. And it comes to fruition. And it, it comes to life. So after that, we graduated. I was still in Butavika, but it was uh, so hard on me. Because mm. even like I had school and then my grades were dropping. Was, were dropping cause, uh, I, had, I would be in class with you guys. And then they call me like, Someone calls me from the hospital, maybe head of in charge of the ward, and say, "Your patient has escaped." <laughs> Where get, to? So you have now to go get in touch with the police. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Look for that because you are the one in charge yeah, of that patient. So that's what the caretaking. Is. Exactly, you you're in charge. You sign consent forms and 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 you agree that their welfare. Yeah. Is you're totally, you're totally like uh, responsible. Uh, uh, you you oversee their treatment plans, doctor's appointments, psychologist's appointments. If they need anything, you're the only person that gets for that. So it was so much. I, I had so many responsibilities. And uh, then I started getting fatigued. Mm-hmm. And I started hating my work, the work <laughs> I love. Yeah. So waking up now started becoming a problem to me. Because mm. I not again, again. Like, you get Because... It was, uh, I was fatigued. So 
I sat down and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm equipped. I, I, I invest so much in personal development, self-awareness. These tools that can make you uh, like a strong individual and, and, and very like um, mindful of yourself. But I'm, I'm giving into everything that I'm training myself not to. So that's when I quit. Mm. I had to quit my job because I was also getting later with my dissertation yes. at campus. So I quit and I told, I told my boss, I told the hospital, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done working. I want to first concentrate and, and graduate and mm -hmm. maybe I can rethink. And then uh, God punished me by bringing COVID, I think. <laughs> <laughs> when we graduated, I was planning to go back yeah. and work. And then COVID, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, hit and uh, we're in a lockdown. So that's when I was like, okay, why did I stop working? Why am mm -hmm. I not employed right now? Mm -hmm. It was because the work I was enjoying doing mm -hmm. took a toll on me. Yeah. So if it, and I know I'm a very strong individual. Like I have tools that I can, I manage stress very well. But I, 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 I didn't fail, but I gave in at that moment. And I was like, if me, Haggai, someone that has trained so much to overcome these things, mm -hmm. failed too, how about everyone else? Else, Okay. And the dissertation I did was about academic stress. So I started reading about stress and I found out around 2020 mm -hmm. that work-related stress is, a thing. is, is, is now um, hard on people than academic. It overtook, it became the number one uh, cause of stress, cause of, uh, cause of mental illness, work-related stress. So you think it, so mental illness progresses from the stress to the burnout to the depression to exactly. the whatever thing you've collected. Now if it's bipolar. On, on that list, <laughs> stress is always it's a bottom. Is always so, a so if someone is starting, is starting to understand mental health and how they can take care of themselves, they need mm -hmm. to start by managing their stress. stress. So how are they going to manage this stress? What tips, what... Uh, you, have? You, you have to know what stresses you. What is stressing you? What is stress, first of all? Uh, so, for me, I always tell people, uh, whenever someone calls, hey, calls me, I'm like, yeah. I ask them questions mm. that will uh, evoke uh, uh, like thoughts on who they are as a person. Okay. Uh, I, I want to first determine someone's level of self-awareness. Self-awareness. Because if, if, you're not a, if you have no knowledge about yourself, yeah. how are you going to know what is around you? So most of us move around thinking we are knowledgeable about our surroundings, and but we're not. We're not. They, they always say, there's this quote I love, I, I like, uh, knowledge about yourself, uh, everything is, uh, is about power, but... Uh, no, self-knowledge. Yeah, but who is the guy who said that quote, we Google it here, here. We don't waste time. I don't know, maybe, may, maybe Jay Shetty. Oh. But he says that Jay knowledge Shetty. about, like... Things and, and the world and the environment mm -hmm. is power. But knowledge about yourself is self-empowerment. True. Oh, wow. You get it. So when you know about yourself, you're more powerful, you're more powerful as an individual. So that's the, the start line. For so like, my, okay, there's so no magic wand. How, how is someone going to how is someone going to sit and say, now I'm getting to myself? Like, <laughs> so <laughs> so how to push you though? You have to first ask you. Uh, like the basics. What are these questions? Uh -huh. Who am I? Mm -hmm. What do I like? Mm -hmm. What do I believe in? Mm -hmm. Uh, what do I, what am I doing? Why am I doing it right now? Mm. If you're studying, maybe you're a student. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm studying engineering. Why? Mm -hmm. You get it. So when you ask these simple questions, you start having like... Th answers. Answers. So you need to be someone who actually questions things. Exactly. You, you, you can't be jumping 
like into situations that you you haven't questioned. Yeah. You have to. You have to ask these questions. Why am I doing this? And uh, also the the most basic one is um uh for self awareness uh, awareness is like there are two things. What are my weaknesses? What, what are, are my strengths? What analysis? Yeah, exactly. What sort if someone analysis. is not open to accepting their weaknesses? Like me, in my head, by the way, and I say this reference all the time, they think I'm joking, <laughs> but in my head, I'm literally perfect. Perfect. All I of us am, think we are. I'm cruising a G-Wagon. <laughs> Even if you see me on a border, in my head, I'm cruising my G-Wagon with but, my Gucci shades, darling. But, but that, that syndrome, <laughs> that, that syndrome is for everyone. That's why we are it's looking called, for what's perfect. What's that syndrome? Delusion. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like why we want perfect relationships, perfect yeah, uh, work experiences perfect family situations it's because we think we are perfect enough to deserve that yeah and we know it we are the human beings are the most messy creatures ever created i refuse to accept that <laughs> but i hear you yeah, we, 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 <laughs> because we create our mess listen I, I love that you mentioned um, caretaking mm. because that seeps into friendships now yeah. something that but I, I wouldn't call it a struggle but one of the things that made my mental health journey a little rocky mm. was the friends like it it was hard for them to understand the shift in character and that, mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm. sometimes she's happy now she's low mm-hmm. it's been months she no longer wants to party so like and I get this question a lot also mm-hmm. in with the blogs and in my line of activism that mm-hmm. my friend is going through this how can I support them how can I get my friend to get out of this and that so what like how can people become t- caretakers like what are the simple ways you can support your loved one and your friend particularly the the answer is one mm-hmm. and there's no other shortcut. <laughs> educate yourself about mental health wow just and and right now i'm so happy that there is a lot of information floating yeah. around about mental health that at first you would only have to first have an experience to know to know to know but or, like yeah I hear or that. like someone you know first gets through an experience and, and then, then you start paying attention yeah but right now even if you don't want to pay attention you information will. is everywhere however i feel as if the information is is designed in a way that like there's a hyper focus on the illnesses and while that is great yeah, yeah. the people like mental health in itself essentially is about your emotional well-being your mm. psychosocial mm. your day-to-day life i feel like we've not captured enough of that and what you're saying is uh is right as as much as we are happy that there's a lot of information yes it's so saturated and simplified mm-hmm. and yet mental health is way complex yeah. it's beyond the illnesses Exactly. It's, it's the social aspects of life. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the spiritual aspects of yes. life. So everything that makes up as an individual person. or a community, is every mental. aspect is mental health. Exactly. Everything. So people just tap into that. So even like the politics around you mm-hmm. impacts on your mental health. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to tell you that there are, there are people now whose anxiety levels are increasing because we are getting closer to elections, election years. You get there are people because uh, um that's when campaigns come mm. then with whatever case is related with politics mm-hmm. it starts being magnified in the news we consume daily mm-hmm. so our anxiety levels like me personally i i want i always wish that i can sleep and wake up that there is a new pre- president we don't need to go through <laughs> campaigns because it's it's a toxic uh, um aspect of society Politics. Honestly, when you talk about politics, I, like the last elections, I was obviously old enough. I'm of very ripe age yeah. to pick a leader. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, what what metric do I follow? What 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 defines a leader for me? And just and learning that I'm severely ignorant in regards to politics. Mm. 
it's just me, Most but us, yeah. we really are. Yeah, we really are. So it's a lot of things to learn, man. But I, we're getting there. We're getting there. Well, and yeah. and you know what's what's funny with politics is that we know we are being lied to. <laughs> but we won't see the truth in the lies. Leave politics. This we are talking about mental health. <laughs> yeah. So I was saying, Walk like, away. <laughs> all aspects of our lives yes, impact our mental health. You at the end of the day. So you want you want to know how your uh, your finances impact your mental health, mm-hmm. and and most people want to pretend with finances. And that's an uncomfortable conversation. It's to be uncomfortable. But I'm on my fifth budgeting app. It's, exactly. It's, look, it's not but, looking nice. But it's, it's the number one cause of stress now. <laughs> oh yeah, like really. Poverty, mm. brokenness, mm. because now. When you're broke or when you're poor, mm. you can't uh, afford things that bring joy to you. Wow. And, and, and we always say money doesn't buy happiness. It does. We live in a capitalistic world. It does. Buy everything happiness. has a price attached to it. Honestly. So everything. You, you tell me, even spirituality now. Has money attached to Has it. money. Yeah, I'm actually, I saw you. somewhere on LinkedIn with my brother once they were advertising for a pastor at some church. <laughs> lead pastor. Exactly. And me and my brother were like, Agatha, you can't do this shit. You're enthusiastic. Go and but run them. Everything. Your <laughs> everything. I'm, I'm, I'm not throwing any kind of shade, but, but see that all the pastors in town, they are rich. Because they believe, listen, and not to defend anyone, mm. but there's a sudden, I feel money is energy. Yeah. I feel like there's a level of belief where you're rich, where you cannot be broke because exactly. you believe for more. And, and that courage that you have in yourself attracts things to you. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, obviously, we're going to focus on the money mostly, but it attracts even more than money. Exactly. And so you find your life just shaping up nicely. The comfort that comes with money, having mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. it's a, 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 like a beautiful foundation for great mental health. So money. Money has it's to important. be. You, you can't. <laughs> and also, people actually... We know we are, we call it the internet age, mm-hmm. blah, blah, but we 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 don't want to accept that this internet also has it's negative effect. impacts on our mental health. It really does because now they always say, and I love this also quote is they like right now we mm. consume tw- uh, like two hundred percent more information in in a, in a in a day, yeah, more than we used to do like. 15 years ago. Yeah, you need to be selective about what you... For me personally, the things I listen to, the things that I read, the people, I I no longer take unsolicited advice. Mm. And I know it can sound aggressive and everybody will say, eat the meat, leave the bone. But I'm not... Like, if if your life doesn't look like where I want to be, I'm just not listening to you. If you can't be kind in your advising i'm not listening to you you know yeah so I, i'm very strict about that because i know that my head the way it's designed if i ingest anything and internalize it mm. we are finished so let's wrap this up motivational speaker style if someone is at mccary there they're mm. 20 years old mm. they they're seeing all this information about mental health but mm. to, you know because a lot of us have that thing yeah. even if the information is there like i'm not sick my family doesn't have a history this doesn't concern me but the world is changing and you do need to be in touch with your mental health. What mm. are like five things-ish that they should consider in terms of beginning? First of all, uh, you, you said the most interesting um, age uh, mm. in our society. <laughs> uh, between like uh, 15 and 22, mm. it's the, uh, that age is the most like... Uh, critical. Critical, but also like uh, volatile. Mm. For mental health mm-hmm. experiences, yeah, because there is a lot going on, and you have no definition. And you have of no who definition are, yeah. who you are. So, um, anyone 
uh, in that age group, even older, even younger, because I know now kids of 10 really mm. uh, are, are old enough now, smart enough to understand certain com- com- uh, concepts that um, seem to be beyond of their age. Anyone around that age, first of all, like I said, educate yourself mm-hmm. about yourself mm-hmm. first, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can't do it alone. Yeah. You always need someone uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone outside you to help you understand yourself. Yeah. Okay? So self-reflection, uh, self-awareness is, is not done um, only by you. By you, have to, you. you have to understand. Part of it is understanding <laughs> how society perceives you. Mm. Yeah, because uh, most of us, uh, we, we buy into what society uh, perceives us to be and then we forget who we really are and then we leave that until we like it's too late. Yeah, you get so you have to know to know how people who they think you are, mm-hmm. and then uh, weigh it against who you think you are, and then see uh, who is right, who is wrong, what you can adjust. You get so self awareness is number one, but also educate yourself about mental health. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, live life. Okay, <laughs> there, there, there's there's no script to the thing. When you live life, please, 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 please. No, I'm not encouraging anyone to be to be in the party. In the party, I'm saying live life. Be open to new experiences. Okay. Uh, don't be hard on yourself. Nice. Because uh, you you at that age you're too young to to have um uh, to to write uh to make lines. Your vision in five years. In five years, because. <laughs> Uh, you don't know who you're going to be the next year. You don't know what you're going to experience. So uh, be open-minded, yeah. and uh, but consciously, mm. responsibly, with guidance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, also, make sure you have God in your life, because uh, spirituality is really important because it it grounds you. It, but nowadays, people as if have very many, which is weird, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like back when we were younger, we were forced to. Even when they said your list of a partner, you'd start with God, God fearing. fearing. <laughs> <laughs> but now people are always questioning, like, is God even real? Like, so I don't it's know. Be, I don't it's know because, why it's it's because we are being influenced new, yeah, by such a nuanced conversation. Yeah, but but that, that's a very ignorant uh, take uh, take on on God, mm-hmm. really, because we have to know that there is a power. Beyond, yeah, uh, you as a person, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and when you know that, whatever religion, um, you are, and uh, I'm, I'm not also like critical, maybe this is the right, no, like whoever you believe in has to be s- someone or something <laughs> that grounds you, okay, knowing that your purpose serves you but also serves a higher power nice. beyond yourself because now you. Do you know that there are so many things that we would do, but because we are raised knowing that someone is watching over us. Yeah, we, we can't do them. We can't do them. Do you know how much that <laughs> has Love protected you? Love the laughs in wankers. <laughs> 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 you get like, because it protects you, it guides you. You get, yeah. uh, and, and it's very important. So knowing God is very, very, and for me personally, the times I've been so successful in my life, yeah, you are in it's, tune with your God. Yeah, it's, nice. those are the times. And that's the one of the most like common factor in all those periods in my life. You are. I, I, I've always been having like, I've been closer to God in those moments. Nice. So it's really important uh, because you're not living for you now. Mm. So you have to know God. I, I should have put that first. 
Hello, back to the God fearing. Yeah. No, 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 but no. Wait, wait yeah, so the and, and and then and then um the other thing is that trust that they are good people with good intentions. Yeah, trust that they're people with good intentions. Intentions. Yeah. Okay. You mm-hmm. can't be suspicious of everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because now you look like a suspicious person, and people will will actually fear to. Interact with you. Your anxiety will spread onto exactly. onto them, and exactly. our atmosphere will panic. And and, and be, that's where toxicity is born now. Oh wow! So so because you, you think someone's out to get you, so you're also like caged exactly. and ready to. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you you have to trust that they are good people with good intentions, mm-hmm. and then also when you're that age, maybe twenty and above, mm-hmm. things that I missed out mm-hmm. is having like uh, trying out like relationships, like. That's the last one. Yeah. People should date. That's you, your you advice. Can, yeah, should, people should date. We can date. stop here right now. Uh, <laughs> 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 Listen, I, I see why we'd say that because there is mm. nothing that will introduce you to yourself, like that, relationships. Exactly. Like that's when you know that you're a crazy person. Let me ask you, uh-huh. wh- what's the best age to get married at? Me personally, right now, how I feel where I stand, 35. Mm. 35. Yeah, one, personally, because I've gotten hotter with age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. And richer. <laughs> Which means my securities are less. Exactly. And so I'm now coming to you as a person. I'm not coming to you as a bag of my securities exactly. and the things that I think I am, you know? Mm. That's one. And also, two, is that when you're 35, your pool has more variety to an extent. Like, mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing, anyway, and assuming mm-hmm. that people are, first of all, richer. Mm-hmm. Everyone is more self-established, so there is less that imposter insecurity. That it's not there. You're there to date, not to heal people's exactly. drama. You know, yeah. because yeah. you've also designed yourself to be the person you want to attract, type of jazz. But also, man, I think by then I'll be like halfway through my life, so I can mm. now share the other half with another person. Exactly with someone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't spend my twenties. You, you can imagine you know? getting yeah. married. I, I don't know. I always fight with people getting mm. married at twenty-two. Yeah. But they are happy. They are very happy. Listen, I'm not saying that week, they don't work I'm out. I'm here advocating for marrying older, <laughs> but <laughs> next week I know my chest is going to be swelling. Exactly. <laughs> when... Exactly. So there's no right time for anything. Yeah. But um, for me, the right time comes with the amount of experience you have. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I always feel like at that age you see exploring. So you, you should date with with the intention to explore. And explore learn. and 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 then. Because you're going to commit yourself in a situation that you won't like a year later, and then you live the rest of your life unhappy or, or like unfulfilled. So for me, why I asked is that uh, we see now there's a trend of uh, young people getting married, which is beautiful. Yes. Okay. Because congratulations. Now congratulations. Yeah, the gowns are nice. Exactly. Yeah, we've upped our game. Beautiful <laughs> weddings. Beautiful <laughs> weddings. There's so many, but again, for me personally. Uh, at least in your late, late 20s, mm. you've, 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 you, you've discovered a lot about yourself. Yeah. And then you, you, you have an informed choice you're making, okay. an educated choice you're making, other than uh, jumping into something that you might not like 10 years later. Yeah, so late 20s to 35, we'll wait and see people who will marry. Who will marry. <laughs> oh, I, 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 um, before we close, man, tell mm. us, where is Mindverse now? So um, Mindverse, um, we have an office in Intinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the way, Mindverse is a, men, a mental health consultancy firm. Okay, wow. We, we, we work with companies mm-hmm. to build mental health systems in the workplace. Nice. Because we know that as adults, we spend over 70% of our lives engaged with work. Mm-hmm. So we have to know that the work we do impacts significantly on our mental health. 
and uh, and in turn on how we function in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people do you know that are retired? Just like, my dad. Exactly. <laughs> there are very few. Like, yeah. we, we, there's a possibility of most of us <laughs> working until... Until yeah. we, we we leave Earth again. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's retired, but he's like watching over his exactly. animals. And You're plants still and working, stuff. giving. He's still retirement. working, but like he enjoys stuff like that. He likes dogs, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he sounds more relaxed now. Exactly. You no, know, at that more, age, you know, you're not as stressed, but it's mm-hmm. work stress is still there. So what we don't mind was that we help companies build systems that uh, promote, protect, and uh, people's uh, employees' well-being. Because we know if you're if you're mentally healthy, your productivity is is, is good. You're, you're profitable as an individual to the company. To the company, so, so team efficiency is maximized. Exactly, is maximized. Nice. Um, so we call it being happy at work. Mm. Uh, so uh, we we have an office uh, in Intinda. Uh, we work with some actually almost every mental health service provider in Kampala in Uganda. Is work working with, with them. consulting into yeah, we, the mind. Yeah, exactly. So we have so many referral pathways. Nice. Uh, we, uh, in mind us, we don't have a hospital where we're going to, mm, but we no, refer no, no. you to the specialist. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we're in Nintendo, we are online. Where, where can we find you online? Uh, mind us Uganda, mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, www.mindverse.com, uh, I think. You're the World Wide Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. So um, you, you, will, um, you, will, you will also learn that we provide free education to companies about mental health we do workshops mm-hmm. because it's a relatively new concept it really is so I'm, I'm so excited to see how much it further it goes it goes yeah, so so when we go to companies and uh, we realize we are the first introduction to mental health for most of those people mm-hmm. so what we do is that we first we, we want to first educate people to first see the problem and also realize that there is help for these problems so when we educate you, then you give us money in the end because you see our value. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah. Listen, this has been a great conversation. Honestly, this has been a very good great. one. Super enlightening for me as well. Yeah. Yeah, and so I like that you mentioned for all of us who are listening, mm. the five things you can yeah. incorporate into your life, man. Educate yourself about yourself, you know. Live, exist, have fun, party yeah. for the young ones. Um, do get a spiritual life because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're bigger and your problems are bigger than what is in front of you. And believing that there is a bigger God is kind of relaxing and comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and trust that people have good intentions around you, really, yeah. because people do have good intentions around you. You've seen the memes with toxicity, <laughs> like everyone is watching out for a bad person, yeah, and yet no one is really. And so that makes all of us be defensive and yeah. aggressive and not have a good time. Exactly. And the last one that caught me off guard, apparently, you should date and get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I encourage that, but I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> Ask me if I'm dating. Me that. I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> not in this air time. <laughs> Thank you so much for passing by, Haggai, and being a part pleasure, of our popcorn thoughts, guys. Yeah. Till next time, keep on living. More of these conversations on Afropods. I hope you have Afropods up. Distributes definitely to all other listening platforms, but do get Afropods. Yeah, bye. Till next time.